The following Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for the mid-season finale of The Kingery, Episode 6 of Season 11, Step Into My Parlor. I'm your director, Dave Morgan. With me, as always, is my lovely assistant, Bruce Busby. Hello. And the writer of this episode, Pete Mylan. Hi. Hi. So, we're starting off in the uh, Kingery Cafe, just on the thoroughfare here. I love I love the uh, cone of silence blind spot uh, effect you did here, Bruce. It sounds really good, really cool. Yeah, there was stolen outright from uh, the show Alias. Um, they used to have this little thing they'd use where they could talk for like thirty seconds and no one could hear them. Yeah, but it, it, this was actually a sound of a vacuum cleaner, and the the outside sound uh, field went completely mono in the center. So it sounds like it's being sucked into something. That was cool. Yeah, very cool. Congratulations. Science. You just became part of the plan. It's neat. We have something going to take back my money from that. We have a plan. We already have one distraction in place, but we can always use another. Fine. And then of course, now we go back to normal sound here. We'll call you. If anything. Some nice setup for the episode here. barely knew him. He's still in our kel. And then all the various speakers and billboards shift to new programming. We interrupt this program. Bring you uh, Adam Blanford as Mask and Ray Vargas as Sneed. Supervillains, yes. That's a good way to put a guy who basically has an iPad for a face. And apparently a new one because the old one got mm -hmm. ripped off. So Yes. He upgraded. I guess you have to go to the Apple store and buy a new face. I just imagine this guy kind of waving as much as he can behind mask there. Attached to a bunch of machinery. Yeah. We haven't been to shenanigans in a while. We've been to the basement recently, but that's it. Shame. Now just for the customer. We <laughs> evolved. You see? What are you talking about? Another thing that has evolved over the centuries. Oh, uh, yes. Maybe wondering was was Pete inspired by any particular world event while writing this scene? And yes. Yes, he was. I can't imagine that. Okay. I know what you're going to say here. Mr. Sneed is a carrier of the Donatello strain. Now, is there any significance to the Donatello strain, or did you just pick a turtle at random? Not, not really. No, that just you know, it just sort of sounded like you know a uh, an airport uh, paperback. You know, the Donatello yeah. strain. Available now wherever books are sold. I have to be celibate for the rest of my life just because I have a disease. They're pros. They can work around it. Mr. Sneed also refuses to use prophylactics. Naughty, naughty. The Donatello strain is a painful ailment. Gotta put a hat on it. it can Get the Jimmy hat. Or whatever works for you down there. Don't care. It doesn't feel as good. <laughs> Luckily, there Iridium is Sneed is the worst. Well, they are. This person is the worst. It's not as though we're going to kill Mr. Sneed. Oh, thank fuck. We're just going to replace all of his bodily fluids 
That's all. And the special effects here read a switch is flipped, sci-fi noise, Sneed screams, probably louder than a voice actor should. We should definitely use pre-recorded screams from Sound Dogs or something like that. Yes. And we didn't have to. Screams were really good. Wow, okay. Well done. Yes. I like the pump sound myself. We are the army of the evolved. Embrace the future before we do it for you. Nice sting out. Yeah, I like the trill there. That was good. Harass me. I have all the authority I need. This is another fun scene that everybody's put together here. Whooshing sounds, giggling people, and a party where everyone's high. You got it? And now, reality. Great. Don't start anything. I never. Reyes, what's going on here? Ah, an actual police officer. Captain, my name is Professor Bernice Bowerman. Bernice Bowerman is named after the character from Big Finish, Bernice Summerfield, who was played by Lisa Bowerman. I wondered about that when I heard that. My firm is developing. Lots of really good audio dramas from those folks. Check them out. See, what up? Amazing nasal tones. It's rather Ferengi-like sound. For instance, some people see specific. Not that's necessarily a bad thing. Just when I heard it the first time, I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's kind of reminds me of one of those." Our product takes the experience of synesthesia, once limited to one person's perceptions, and creates an exterior effect. Now, when you're using <laughs> Got to admit, this is clever. You can smell colors. Fucked up, but clever. <laughs> music. But why is that person glowing? <laughs> he does that so well. <laughs> that is a gross oversimplification. Rez, just got the analysis back from the lab. Uh, whatever she's handing out, it's maybe two or three molecules short of being just straight up delight. But it's technically not delight and therefore not illegal. Ask me if I give a shit. Marines? Really, technically, Reyes is in the wrong here. I'm just saying. Well, I don't think so. not sure anybody's really right. It's 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 a mess. It's it's a gigantic clusterfuck. Roger. For everyone involved, the entire kingery is heading in that direction. Now. Pretty much, yeah. Here we fucking go. There wouldn't have to be a collar. I think we've got to have a scene at some point where Cal and Aaron and Chris get together and go like these two morons. Right. Who the fuck do you think you are? Or is that T.J. Briggs as Bernice, Chris M. as Reyes, Christine Chester as Aaron, Alicia Lane Pickens as Madeline, uh, Christopher Giltrap as Cal, and Caitlin Kleiman as Chris. Unbelievable. She's spraying drugs on an unsuspecting populace. They sign waivers first. Waivers? The first time around, uh, Bernice had an assistant uh, named Hugo, I think. Uh, but uh, the script was getting a little long, so uh, we uh, we cut it down, and uh, she was uh, doing this on her own. You try it. As it just evolves into a Three Stooges routine. And then, of course, it's like a, the, the paint can shake with the, the ball inside <laughs> and the spray. 
This one guy was actually puking rainbows. You got <laughs> That was beautiful. That was a really beautiful piece of writing. <laughs> the cow just gets right in the crossfire of it. And fade to the spider's den, uh, which we describe as not a very exciting casino, more like a museum with sluts. It's a very classy place. We've got the Brandenburg Concertos playing in the background here. Once again, props to Renee on this episode who does about five different versions of socks. Oh, yeah. Don't sulk. And spoiler alert, if you haven't heard the whole episode, uh, Chris does a fabulous job here, too. Chris, Chris Bay's doing four different characters. Yes. irritating. So let me go. And being the uh, Those are pretty much being the main, the main, uh, not the distraction. Yeah, you know, everything else going on is a distraction, and she's the one actually getting right. everything. Done. That Gibson person. He's sitting at the central poker table. Looks like he just won a hand. Come with me. Okay, technical fault here. You, counting cards doesn't buy you anything in poker. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, a little Easter egg there. You can hear uh, you hear uh, Benny from uh, Dixie in there. Oh, hey. Oh. He's, one, he's one of the uh, cast members that's laughing there. As it happens, I don't take blood money, so I'm a little short of funds this month. That was... I thought I'd check out your spider hole, or whatever this joke is called, and put my poker skills to good use. Hey, Mike, any chance someone could give me a beer? I prefer a Ravensthorpe Stout, but I'm not picky. Uh, Ravensthorpe is, of course, the uh, the town you form in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I played about 150 uh, hours of uh, between October of last year and, I'm going to say, a week ago. Mm. Congratulations. What for? This is exactly the kind of distraction Arkell's used in the past. I want to know her location. Well, there she is. What? <laughs> Where? See the TV over the bar? She's on TV. She's fine. She's nowhere near here. Tableball arena across town. She's sitting at the 30-yard line. All right, all right. Just watch Gibson. Sure thing, boss. Boss. SFX, AI socks, swans off to find Dalmatians to turn into a coat or something. I make my own fun. That's all entertains us as well. Uh, we're up on the roof here with Tithia, climbing up on the roof, uh, talking to Major and Zeph over the intercom. As we begin the heist proper. I understand. Good hunting. All right, my pretties. All the series of drones begins to uh, fly about, flit about. Fly, my pretties, fly. Damn good shot. One of the teams totally does a table ball. Yay! Eleven seasons, we've never quite figured out what table ball is exactly, and at this point, it doesn't really matter. And I, of course, ripped that off from uh, Griffin McElroy in a, uh, in a uh, Monster Factory video. Ball chess, the game of kings. So... Does the reason you're here have anything to do with that Guizot Love that she can taste ennui. That's uh, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what that would taste like. 
me. I'm here for the table ball. Excuse me. Can I get a glass of white Zinfandel over here? <laughs> white Zinfandel? I don't know. This new body just... And that's a callback to a couple of seasons ago, I yeah. think. Uh, last time, uh, back when Tommy well, the first was time, uh, in his yeah. previous uh, identity, uh, riding around in the Allison model and uh, discovered that uh, that bottle liked to drink white Zin. And get them in the dead Faraday case that Tithia gave us. Set up the EMP. Now, I have to say, normally it's Perry that has the episodes with 10,000 scenes in them. This one wins. I counted 24 or possibly 25, depending on how you count one that doesn't actually have any dialogue. There's a lot of cuts. And yeah, it was there, actually, there are a lot of very cuts. And it was even longer uh, before. I had to, uh, you know, it, it's 51 pages long, but, you know, they, I have like a weird spacing thing going on with uh, my computer right now. But it's... Uh, there were there were scenes cut out. There was you know there's a lot of a lot more of socks versus socks. There was a scene with uh, Tithia have receiving a call from Palace, and there was a lot going on. Yeah. And so what I what I did with this was I basically took each little scene individually, and then slapped them together before I scored everything. So that way it all sounds like one nice long continuous scene, except for the scenes in Socks Brain. They're 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 their own special creature. Perhaps you should escort her back to her room. Oh, I wouldn't hear it. I can drag this carcass in my bed all right. Good luck, everyone. Bye-bye. Nighty-night, ma'am. That's a picture so, shuffling along in little slippers. A walker with uh, tennis balls on it. I'm the house of Gibson. <laughs> I always win. In that case, let's make things more interesting. And we got to the elevator, the ding of the ding future. Of the future. Yeah. And it sounds like a ding of the present. But... I just don't know. Well, there's sound, and suddenly... And Natasha exits. She's very fancy and kind of mean. Possibly participate in her insipid little ritual. I mean, am I right? <laughs> a nice a nice use of that phrase because that was yeah, a big part of last time. Yes. Mademoiselle Bousson has her office at the other end of this floor, but she's all I need. Still there. That's Briar Zachary is Freddie. They were in an episode earlier in the season. So. Cool. Welcome back. Good help on the planet. Yes. Blast the flame. This happens a couple of times. It'll make sense soon. Yeah, when I was reading this, I was trying to figure out what could be a blast of flame. Then later we find out what it is. And, oh, that's kind of genius. That's my cue. I used to I used to fly commercially for Wendy's hamburgers. Uh, we we'd put a tethered balloon outside their place and take people up. Wow, cool. Down the yeah, you couldn't get me one of those. You would find that funny. I had that same response from the Blue Angels because they were out at Moffat Field. We're flying inside Hangar One. And they said, "No, I'm not stepping in that thing." Said, well, you fly each other upside down at 300 miles an hour. What the? You know, he says, uh, "It's what you know, dude." <laughs> My dad used to uh, always take us to the Blue Angels any time they came to town. Forever. Out of words. So loud. Never. Okay, let's do it, Mike. I can call you Mike. Because <laughs> the only time Hooks has ever been referred to as Mike. Still wrapped up. Yes, do as he says, Michael. I hear and obey. Code four. Shut the fuck up, both of you. 
and extremely high quality lesbian pornography is go. <laughs> After you. This episode Why is almost entitled Extremely High Quality Lesbian Pornography. Wow. Are you okay? What did you do to her? Me? I didn't do anything. Somebody call a doctor. <laughs> where the hell is my car? Oh, where did it go? That's odd. Oh, there it is. Thank you, Michael. Arkel? Arkel? You on the bed. <laughs> well, come on, we're leaving. We, we are? We are. Oh, what? Ooh. Your pardon. Put away that gun before you get yourself. You kind of hear in the background of that Freddy's gun powering up a little. Boy, how many times has that been said in movies, and how often does it really work out for the poor savage as well? No. Glad we had this little talk. Come on, Mr. Arkell. He has no idea what's going on, but he's leaving, so he doesn't care. Call out when you see it. It's over... Mm, over there. As we enter the server room, and they start taking uh, VHS tapes out of uh, VCRs. <laughs> Whatever works. And now, interior, the lesbian wonderland that is the interior of the brain being okay. shared by socks and AI socks. Really high class stuff. Check this out. <laughs> this is Samantha Starfucker and Giggles McBain in the all nude, all lesbian, right in prejudice. Huh? <laughs> by the way, I should say that I am proudly married to Samantha Starfucker. I talked her into that, and she was very self-conscious about it, but did it anyway. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just said, you want to play a character named Samantha Starfucker? She's like, um, okay. <laughs> well cast, sir, well cast. I tried to work her in now and then, and that seemed like too good of an opportunity to pass up. <laughs> Renee always gives us good fight, Walla. All right, setting the timer. Fifteen seconds. Let's roll. Anything? <laughs> no, nothing. She keeps twitching. Smash cut back to Lesbian Wonderland. I double hate you. You will obey me. Wait, wait, wait. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, a Greco Roman lip lock. What? What? What was. Why? Why did you. And this line is Socks and AI Socks making out like enemies to lovers in a particularly spicy fanfic. <laughs> nice low frequency boom. Yes. I looked. Looked. <laughs> Far and wide for that. Very pleased when I found that. Nice. Yeah. Oh fuck, Miss Josette. Ib. Hooks. Socks. The real socks. She's asleep. She got knocked out. Listen to me. You have to run. You both have to get out of here. 
she's planning something. I don't know what. But she's been keeping me deep down in the subconscious that it's not safe. I'm not going anywhere. Me either. Yeah. Well, besides, she'd just catch me if I ran. Hooks. You oh, uh -oh. oh no, oh no, she's coming back. She's coming back. Mr. Hooks. Oh. I want a security suite in this building from top to bottom. I want an examination of our camera. Yeah, great job for me on out. this on this script. Am I understood? Yes, ma'amzelle. And Perry does a, such a great job with the disappointment yeah. there when he realizes that Socks is gone again and yeah. this bitch. How? But you did. You banned Gibson with your measly winnings and get out of my casino. Well, <laughs> I won't be leaving you a five-star rating. Be seeing you, Socks. <laughs> Don't call me that. Kel... Back up to the roof where the balloon is waiting Hello? for Papa Arkell. Take him back to Kansas. <laughs> what? I can't get back. I don't know what works. Goodbye. It's a hot air balloon, Mr. Arkell. Uh, it's painted black, so it'll be hard to see in the dark. And uh, it'll get us to our destination and it doesn't show up on vehicle scanners. I see. Well, no, I don't. But this lady, now where did she go? I wouldn't worry about her, sir. She could take care of herself. <laughs> As we see here. What is the meaning of this? As Kristen has now, as Cass has now switched costumes again. Where is she? Where is who? I was running in security detail when I saw the door to your office open, ma'am. I don't. I named this character Kristen. I didn't realize. I I didn't realize until just now. Oh, Kristen Bays is playing. I wondered about that. Out, out, go find them. Yes, ma'am. Wake up, you. Go back to work. Uh, busy. <laughs> you may have a concussion. Why did you remove your uniform? Remove? Of course. Did they try to bind you with it, or? Uh oh, the penny drops. Hooks. There's been some kind of break-in downstairs. Oh, hey, there's my comm. <laughs> Things are all right. Ooh, squirrel. What is your comm doing in my office? I thought I lost it, but now... No, the only person who got close to me tonight was that little old lady. A woman <sighs> in a stolen uniform just ran out of here. Wait for it. Come and report it to the Gears will start turning any second. She wasn't in a uniform. She had a blazer and a pencil skirt and... Uh... Really oh, nice really, shoes. Really nice <laughs> yeah, good attention to female detail, don't you? And there it is. Both of you. Or I might start killing people. Uh, she means it. Run. When I say run, run. Stop up here, driver. And now we're back in the uh, official Arkell limo. Uh, evening, ma'am. Hello, Lisa. How was the game? And, and this came from Once Upon a Time in Vegas, episode 26. Oh, the music? No, the limo ride. Because in that one, because you can't overtake on the left in the UK, motorcycles are passing on the right. But this is the US, we think, or at least they seem to use US standards, so I, I swapped those. <laughs> Just those odd detail things. A retired veterinarian on holiday. 
but you probably recognize me like this. Oh, Cass, you have such a flair for the dramatic. I give you Cassandra Arkell, an enthusiastic student of the theatrical arts and our secret weapon. Excellent work tonight, Cass. Oh, it was nothing. Been a while since my last performance. It all came back. Cass was involved in a lot of amateur dramatics back on Earth. I'm sure. Just picture yeah, around the movie theater stage. Don't know, she played Mary in the Librarian and the Music Man. <laughs> the thing? <laughs> uh, we took care of the thing. We ditched the thing, then took the things to the guy who can do the thing with the thing. Perfect. I'm starting to think you didn't even want to watch Table Ball. <laughs> Last two passengers up ahead, driver. Here he is. Thank you, Tithia. Welcome back, Dad. Dad? Who's dad? You've forgotten a lot. I'm your daughter, Cassandra. I... It's all jumbled up. My head... You look like... Shh, don't well played. worry about it. <laughs> you just rest. What's the last thing you do remember? Yeah, Cass looks like, uh, looks like her well, mom, but uh, Allison doesn't really look like anybody uh, Papa Arco would know. We're gonna make sure no one hurts you again. Thank you. Who are you? <laughs> it's a long story. No one need remember. Maybe we can figure it out together. New frontier. Science dive bar. That's where it's happening. That really should all the nerds go to drink. I'd be in for that. Trying to control what they don't understand. It's so good evening. You may be wondering what I'm doing here. This is where the scientists hang out, is it not? I recognize the Grey Goo Consortium over there, Professor Bowerman and her rogue chemistry. And you're here, aren't you? Not in plain sight, but you're here. Sorry, who are you talking about? A great chunk of my money is gone. My leverage over the Arkell family is gone. Some very nice super villainy coming out of the shadows into a spotlight. They defeated me with 20th century tactics. I find that offensive. <laughs> I've been planning to recruit many of this new scientific community for some time, but this affront makes me believe I should move up my timetable. Do you agree? Mademoiselle Luzon, I believe we can do business. And the Legion of Doom is formed! I was just about to make the same joke, so... <laughs> It's a, it's a nice reference. 11, episode six. And that's it. We are done with half a season already. Holy crap. And that was a piece of work, that thing. That was. That was that was fun. Yes, well done, everybody. It was difficult, but that was a fun one to do. I, I really enjoyed trying to get all the pieces together and just hell, just reading through it the first time. I really got kicked out of the way everything kinda came together. I love it when a plan comes together. Renee Christine Jones as AI This was yeah, this was A team on steroids. Of course it's uh, I only regret that we didn't get to do uh, an audio flashback, you know, showing all of uh, all of Cass's uh Secret identities, you know, a la leverage. Yeah, well, maybe someday. Maybe we'll work, work that out at the end of the season. There, there are time limits to these things. Yes. <laughs> I think you were already in the wall. Yeah, time limits. Anyway, uh, let us know what you think. Leave us a review on iTunes. We love those. Um, uh, share it with your friends. Share it with your enemies. We're not picky. Uh, we'll be back in... 
God, about three months, I think. Uh, we have a uh, we do have a hiatus coming episode coming up in a couple of months, so that'll tide you over nicely until we get back with episode seven. Uh, I don't even have the script for that yet, so I don't know who's doing it. So I know it'll be me and Bruce, but beyond that, who knows? So, until next time, we nothing. Good. Until next time, we'll see you. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. So long. Thanks for listening. Goodbye, everybody.